the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show on the Answer Network, 94.5 Dayton, 98.9 Columbus. You can catch the podcast at either website. Search podcasts. Producer Pam takes the commercials out. Easy for you to access the show content in easily digestible segments. Perfect for a walk around the neighborhood or a workout. Uh, we should not be surprised, I guess. Uh, but nevertheless, we can be um, alarmed by the fact that the Merrick Garland Justice Department, which has shown no interest, zero zip nada, in investigating the violence done to pregnancy decision health centers or pro-life centers in the aftermath of the overturn of Roe versus Wade. They have not conducted one interview of any suspect in the violence done to myriad pro-life centers in the aftermath of Roe versus Wade. Not an interview, even though they have an organization, Jane's Revenge, which has called for violence, bombings, other clearly illegal activity. Not one interview has been conducted, let alone one arrest. But we know the Justice Department has prioritized the January 6th investigation. We know that they engaged with the White House and the National School Boards Association targeting parents who had the temerity to push back against woke indoctrination of kids, LGBTQ, CRT, other such endeavors. Parents were deemed domestic terrorists for wanting to be involved in have sway on decisions involving the education of their children. So now, what's the latest step? Uh, Chris Rufo, independent journalist, and other outlets after him report that the American uh, Pediatric Association has asked the Justice Department (laughs) to investigate People who are a threat to gender-affirming surgery procedures and puberty blockers and other drugs prescribed to minors who want to transition from one gender to another. The uh, Department of Justice is investigating recent online attacks against hospitals that provide gender-affirming care. Here's what the letter said yesterday from the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association. We write to urge you to investigate the organizations, individuals, and entities coordinating, provoking, and carrying out 
bomb threats and threats of personal violence against children's hospitals and physicians across the U.S. Now, let me tell you that bomb threats and threats of violence are, there's no room for that in the movement against transgender surgeries and against the transgender movement. There is no place for that violence, and I do not advocate for that violence. But I will say without any hesitancy that this is the hill worth dying on. As a parent, as a grandparent, as a citizen, this is the hill worth dying on. We cannot allow the lies that a person can become a different sex merely by wishing it to be so and thus engaging in the mutilation of surgery or of the perversion of medicine being prescribed to interrupt their puberty or to alter their DNA as a biological man or woman. We cannot allow it. We must protest against it. We must speak out loudly against it. And if they want to walk in here someday and put me in handcuffs and walk me out and put me behind bars for doing it, bring it on. Bring it on. Because I will not stand by silently. I will affirm Matt Walsh, Chris Rufo, any other journalist, any other reporter, any other citizen pushing back against this, I am all about it. Because if we do not protect the weakest of our culture, then we are, as they love to say on the left, on the wrong side of history. I hear all the lies about transgender kids have a higher incidence of suicide, and it's because people don't affirm them in their cognitive disconnect between what they feel and what they were born to be. The truth is they have a higher suicide rate because it would be nothing but psychological misery to be affirmed in the delusion that if you are born a boy, you can become a girl, or if you are born a girl, you can become a boy. This is twisted, perverted, demented, and satanic And it's from the pit of hell. There's nothing more clear in our culture of Satan's presence and his desire to diminish God in America than the abortion movement and the transgender movement. It is clear evidence that Satan is active and escalating his attacks on our culture and on our kids, and we must not stand for it. It cannot stand. No matter what government official upholds it, no matter what doctor upholds it, it is wrong. It is as wrong as the procedure in the 1940s and 50s to lobotomize people who had psychological disorders. It was once thought to be cutting-edge treatment to operate on a person's brain and remove a part of it so that they could become more manageable or so that their psychosis would diminish. It was an epic medical disaster. It was cruel. It was inhumane. It did not help. And transgender surgeries and puberty blockers is the exact same form 
of medical malpractice. It was wrong then. It is wrong now. And we must not stand for it. Tucker Carlson, Matt Walsh, many others are on the right side of this issue. And they're going to use big tech. You already increase your chances of getting banned on social media if you say anything about a teacher grooming a kid in school. Grooming is a word that alerts big tech. The medical associations yesterday called on Twitter, TikTok, and Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram, to increase efforts to prevent disinformation on their platforms and take bolder action when false information is shared about physicians and hospitals. How is it false information when you tweet videos from the hospital sites? It's not false information. It's information people find reprehensible, operating on minors. That's the problem. It's not that you're accusing Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, Nationwide Children's Hospital, Akron Children's Hospital, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, Barbara Bush Children's Hospital in Maine that I told you about yesterday. It's not that the reports of what these hospitals are doing is false or disinformation. It's that it is exceedingly accurate, and they do not want you to know it, and they do not deem you to have any authority over their right to continue to do it. The videos and the information come from their own website. They have outed themselves. And Americans are understandably alarmed over it. Boston Children's Hospital, home of the nation's first pediatric and adolescent transgender health program. Allow me to translate. Boston Children's Hospital, home to a twisted gender mutilation surgery masquerading as gender-affirming care, forced into lockdown last month after an anonymous bomb threat was called into the hospital. There was some debate as to whether that bomb threat ever was actually real or imagined. But that's not the way to go. We can pick it. We can do exactly what the Apostle Paul said to do in Ephesians 6. Stand against evil. We must stand against this. The darkness hates the light. Why are they so upset that Matt Walsh is putting online the Vanderbilt doctor saying, you know, we really got to do this because this makes a lot of money for the hospital. They hate it when Libs of TikTok calls and asks, hey, my daughter's 14, and she'd like to have her breasts removed. Is that a surgery that you would do? Do I need to have somebody green light that? Or if she wants to do it, can we just go in and have it done? She's playing the audio of an actual phone call. It's not misinformation. It's accurate information. It's a bright light shown on the evil darkness of these facilities. And I would add of these medical associations. Thank goodness. For doctors like the one we had on the show recently, who penned the column for Fox News talking about how wrong the medical profession is to engage in this kind of malpractice. So they're coming for us, but they don't have any idea what they're up against. So I'm super passionate about the whole transgender lie. Not because it's a political matter, but because it's a human rights matter. 
Uh, I've told you before that I floundered in the initial stages of this particular job in radio because I wasn't sure what I wanted the mission of the show to be. And then, motivated by the courage of two moms at Columbus Academy who pushed back against the woke indoctrination out there, I realized that the mission of this show is to give a voice to people who are fighting for the right things but are pushing against cancel culture in all forms. Uh, These two moms had to be willing to risk everything that had become comfortable in their life, their friendships, their social relationships, and all that. And I asked them one time, why were you so willing to make that sacrifice? It's a sacrifice that, like many things in our life, that are unpleasant initially. In the end, work out to open up a wonderful new vista that brings joy you never expected into your life. For them, it is the endeavor of starting Columbus Classical Academy, a Hillsdale College school. They'll have a curriculum night Thursday at the Westerville Public Library. You can find details on that. Kindergarten uh, presentation, I think, is at 1 o'clock that afternoon. You can find details on that on my show Facebook page, The Bruce Hooley Show. But I asked him one time, why were you willing to do that? Because it's a gutsy move. It's a really gutsy move to do that, to be willing to risk every friendship. And they have people who, you know, kids still go to Columbus Academy who just won't talk to them anymore. People in their neighborhood won't talk to them anymore. They stood up for the right thing. They've paid a cost. And they said the cost was worth it because, and I'm expecting like some super different epiphany. That's not what they said. They said, we did it for our kids. And I thought about that. I thought about the powerful, simple eloquence of that. The powerful, simple eloquence of that. We do it for our kids. And that's why I push back against the transgender ideology. That's why I push back against the LGBTQ ideology. Not because I have anything against the child caught up in it, but because they are victims of a damaging ideology that will harm them and cause them to live a life less than God has designed for them. The adults who engage in this are the evil agents. They are indoctrinating these kids. They are drawing them in. The kids are the victims. The kids are the victims. It's easily understandable from a psychological perspective why the incidence of quote-unquote gender dysphoria has increased dramatically over the last few years. The teen years are difficult. We live in a culture of excess. Every kid has a phone in their pocket that is their enemy when it comes to programming their mind. The the Facebook whistleblower was very clear that Instagram is geared to program the minds of kids. I'm an adult, okay? And I notice When I go on Twitter, if you don't think the algorithm of social media is geared to manipulate your mind, when I go on Twitter, is it a coincidence 
that the first 15 things I see, I have a inclination to retweet or comment on 10 to 12 of them? Is that just a merry coincidence that every time I go on Twitter, what do you know? They seem to have a pretty good beat on the things that I'm interested in and the things I approve of. No, that's not a coincidence. I'm very aware that they're playing to my tendencies that I'm not even aware of until I start to think, look, be on guard. Be on your guard. We are advised by Scripture to be on our guard. Well, I'm on guard and you need to be on guard to protect our kids because the brain of a human being is not fully developed until age 25. And the last part of the brain to develop is the reason part of the brain, the part that tells me, hey, there's a reason why you agree with everything you see on your particular social media feed or why it inflames your anger, why it gets a response out of you. There's a reason why, because they're programming it that way. But somebody who doesn't have the reason part of their brain developed, they just respond to the other part of their brain that is developed. The part that responds to stimuli, to likes, to retweets, to affirmation. And so when kids are going through a tough time as a teenager and they're awkward in their own body and they don't want to stand out and they're not getting any affirmation from their teachers and then they're radicalized online about, you know, come on over here and join us. Maybe you were born a boy and you should be a girl. The whole vortex of transgenderism is a lot like the... um horoscope in the paper. The horoscope and fortune cookies, right, are all written generally enough that they can apply to everyone. You read it and you go, oh, something big could be happening in your life, but be aware that their danger lurks around the corner. And we can always make that. Oh, I had a close call in traffic. Oh, that was the danger lurking around the corner. Oh, uh, my boss didn't really, uh, you know, seem like he was too happy with me today. Maybe I'm getting fired. That's the danger around the corner. They're always written generally enough. As you say, wow, that horoscope is is talking right to me. That fortune cookie is talking right to me. Well, social media is an amped up version of that. And so it draws these kids in through Instagram, through TikTok, through other apps and plants the seed that radicalizes them to make them think, you know, maybe I was, maybe things don't seem to be making sense in my life. Maybe the reason why things don't make sense in my life is because I'm not really a boy. I'm not really a girl. I should find, and they find identity and they find community and they find affirmation in these other fringe elements. And there are people in those elements already who are more than happy to do what? Welcome people into their movement because what does that do? It affirms them in their own choice that they've already entered into. You talk to people like Jazz Jennings or Chloe Cole, the people who have detransitioned from being immersed initially in the transgender movement, who are the meanest people to them? Who are the people who hate them the most? The people they're leaving behind in the transgender movement. Because when you repudiate that movement by by leaving it, the people who were your friends, suddenly, they're not your friends anymore. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.